This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, my name is Roy Knight for The Christian Gentleman. We all have barriers that we have in our lives that we dare not cross. We believe there is good and evil. We choose to be good, thus reject what is evil. We have a moral code. Whether we have learned it from the Bible, or maybe our parents, or maybe we figured it out on our own. We know stealing is wrong, therefore we would not steal. We know that murdering is wrong, therefore we would never murder. We know adultery is wrong, therefore we would never commit adultery. For many, these are beliefs that are not movable. Spiritually speaking, we have beliefs that have been ingrained in us that are virtually unmovable. Some of these beliefs should not be moved because they are based on the Word of God. Some of our hard fast beliefs we should consider giving up because they are not. In the story of the rich young ruler in Mark chapter 10 and verse 17 through 22, we see a young man who ran to Jesus and asked, Good teacher, what should I do that I may inherit eternal life? Jesus told him to keep the commandments. This man replied that he had done so from his youth. It is then said that Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said to him, One thing you lack, go your way, sell what you have, and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And come, take up your cross, and follow me. But he was sad at this word, and went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. This man was willing to follow Jesus, but only so far. He had a belief system in his mind that would not allow him to truly follow the Lord. We would stand back and say to this man, Give it up. You've been invited to literally walk in the footsteps of Jesus, the Son of God, and be his disciple. Let it go and follow him. Yet his internal value system would not allow him to give up his riches. What would have been the right thing to do? Certainly it would have been to follow Jesus, yet his value system would not allow him to do so. Here is another example. On the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2, when the Holy Spirit was poured out upon the apostles, it is said, And there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. That's found in verse 5. It is said that on that day that there could have been upwards to a million people in Jerusalem. When Peter and the apostles began to preach Jesus to them, many of their hearts were open to the message. In verse 41 it says, Then those who gladly received his word were baptized, and that day about 3,000 souls were added to them. Though 3,000 souls are a great number, it would have been a small percentage of those who were there in Jerusalem that day. Why were they not converted? There could have been many reasons, but perhaps the biggest was that they found it hard to leave their Jewish traditions and families that were still committed to the old law. Breaking ties with them would have been extremely difficult. These Jews turned away and would not follow Jesus. We would have said to them, What are you doing? Don't turn away. Follow Jesus and be saved. What was the right thing to do? What did God want them to do? You know, God would have wanted them to follow the example of the 3,000. However, their belief system was stuck so firmly that they would not budge and do what was right. Today, many have these hard, fast beliefs that prevent them from fully obeying the Lord. Here's an example. 
When talking to people about salvation, at times they may reply, I've been a Christian since my youth. I then ask them how they became a Christian. They may reply, whenever I accepted the Lord into my heart, or they may say, whenever I said the sinner's prayer. When we discuss the fact that these avenues of salvation are not found in the Bible, but that repentance and baptism by immersion are, which we see in Acts chapter 2 and verse 38 and 22 and verse 16, they most often will not believe it or even try to justify what they believe. Their beliefs will not allow them to trust the simple word of the Bible and accept a biblical salvation instead of a man's salvation. Why? There again are many reasons. For those who would walk away and say no thanks, we would reply, if your faith has gotten you this far, why not complete it and be baptized for the remission of sins? Whenever one is so close, why turn back? Let's not be like the rich young ruler who would not complete his commitment to the Lord because his mind was stuck on riches. Let us not be like the Jews who believed the Lord but would not obey because of their traditions. Some of our beliefs need to be uprooted to be truly be found acceptable in the sight of God. Let's think about where we are spiritually. Eternity may hang in the balance. If you would like to leave a comment on this week's thought, you can email me directly at stgeorgecfc at yahoo.com. I would love to hear from you. That's all I have for right now. And what does the Lord require of you? But to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. May the Lord bless you as you seek to do His will. And I'll see you next time on The Christian Gentleman. Please remember that Volumes 1, 2, and 3 of There is a River is now out on Amazon and paper and Kindle versions, as well as a study of the Gospel of John, which is entitled, Who Has Believed Our Report? I've written them for your encouragement. Enjoy. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.